Welcome to the Exodus Health Center podcast. These seminars are recorded live Monday nights at 7 p.m. at the Exodus Health Center in Kennesaw, Georgia, where we believe that God needs no help, just no interference. Tonight's workshop is entitled Weight Loss Nutrition and is presented by Dr. David Jockers. Now, here's Dr. David. Great video, wasn't that? <laughs> That's awesome. It's actually very, very inspiring if you really, if you really listen to it. Um, but it's phenomenal. In fact, every time I watch that, I really get, get tears in my eyes because, you know, Rick. So, so the, so for the father, Dick, I mean, this guy had never, he had never run before, never really exercised before, and uh, here is his son, paralyzed, right? Well, you know, basically uh, handicapped. You know, can't even speak. Um, he wants him. He challenges him to start doing some of these contests. And, uh, and all of a sudden, Rick just absolutely, or Dick just changes his life, and all of a sudden, they're doing Ironmans. They're doing things they never before thought that they can do. And so who here thinks that they can do anything they put their mind to, right? So everybody here does, pretty much. And so that's the truth, that everybody here has incredible potential, the ability to really achieve, really ultimately, like I said, anything you put your mind to. And nothing can stop you once you set your mind to it. And so the key is we've got to have enough inspiration, enough leverage uh, in order to get there. And so, it's in there? Okay, so the little technical difficulties. So, you know, number one, it comes down to being inspired to win. So who here is going to win the weight loss challenge? <laughs> All right, I can see a couple hands up. There we go. So good. So it starts with that inspiration. We want to declare it, right? We want to proclaim it, and, uh, and, and we got to be inspired to do it. And so for Dick, right, he was really inspired because obviously his son – and look at that quote, Dad, when I, when I run, it feels like my disability disappears. And so who here is a father? Anybody? Okay, so Jamie, you're right up here. And so if you had a handicapped son and they said that to you, right? I mean, doesn't that break your heart, Ted? Yeah, it just absolutely does. And so you're inspired to really do what it takes. And so just incredible things happen, um, you know, w when you're able to do that. And so obviously, like we said, Dick never thought he could do anything like that. All of a sudden now, by the way, um, I don't know if you guys know this, but in the marathon, um, they are actually, they're 26 minutes off the world record in the marathon, which, in case you don't keep track of those things, is actually held by one man, not a, a man pushing his son, right? And they're 26 minutes behind the world record. That's unbelievable, isn't it? But it's just inspiration at work right there, most incredible things. And so we've seen, uh, we have a couple people in here, a lot of you guys are, are just really inspiring cases. We have a lot of people here that have have seen incredible results with the weight loss challenge. Uh, Mike, we have, we have some chairs over here, if you, if you, if you can see, okay. Um, and so we've seen some people here with some incredible results, and uh, I just wanted to actually call a couple of those people up so they can share their stories. So first one is Priscilla. Why don't you come on up, Priscilla? Priscilla, you said you've lost 130 pounds. So give her a round of applause, guys. There we go. All right. So there she was before. <laughs> but uh, that was about five years ago. I used to weigh 150. I've lost 130 pounds. And I feel, I feel really great. Um, most people will ask me how I did it. 
one day or not. And the biggest misconception I think people have when people read my Nutrient Society page is that they think they work perfect on the diet and that the following things to the truth. The actual truth is we get more than we can eat that day. The difference is we can't jump the system. And so when you guys are on a diet and you eat that piece of cake, you go to your fancy class, you eat that big meal, and you feel like, oh, I failed. I'm going to start again on Monday. Don't don't stop and start again on Monday. Because that amount of time between now and Monday is where you're going to be failing. And where you're going to maybe not start again on Monday. And so the great thing is we have this option. And this amazing, you know, Dr. Jockers and all the nutritional things we can teach. So I wish I had a Dr. Jockers when I was going through it all. Awesome. Give a round of applause, guys. There we go. Perfect. That's right. And so there's a couple key things that she talked about. And so um, some of you guys have, have done this program before. Who's done our weight loss challenge before? Some of you guys have. Some of you haven't. Some of you have had you know, good success. Some of you haven't. And so that's okay. Remember, the, the goal is that we just stay on, right? And so, in fact, our, 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 our statement for this one is to the mountaintop and beyond, right? So as you're climbing up a mountain, there's a lot of times where you're thinking what? <laughs> I'm going to quit. Lori, is Lori here? Lori was telling me today. Lori's back there. So you were climbing a mountain this past, this past weekend, right? You were hiking? Yeah, exactly. So you get a lot of thoughts through your head like, hey, I, I can't do it, right? Maybe I should turn back, this and that. The key is you just inch your way up. You just keep going. You keep going. You keep going. And all of a sudden, boom, once you get beyond that mountaintop, then it's much easier. You've built that momentum. So that's the thing. So she said, just get going. And that's really the biggest key. So wherever you're at, the biggest key is just starting, getting going. And we have incredible resources here to help you with this process and really help you be successful with this. So that was Priscilla. So our, our next one that we're going to bring up right here says, Paul, Paul, come on up. So Paul has lost this. You're about 300 pounds right here, Paul? Yeah. Yeah. And so he's lost over 100 pounds. Here he is. Give him a round of applause. All right. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine. I can't even believe when I saw a picture. I didn't see a picture of Tony until I think four or five months ago, and that was taken back in 2008. And um, I met Dr. David back early 2008. I uh, went to a workshop, not here, but at, at my church, and she didn't, she didn't fall. She wasn't, she wasn't committed to it. Um, then I kept, so I kept getting emails and stuff from 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 here. Right then and there to make a change in my diet. You know, I started following the healing diet just little bit, little by little. Started taking away things and replacing them with with good things. Um, then became a patient in January and just started following the challenges. And when I when I saw him again in December, I was weighing about 260 in December of 2009, and now I'm down to 185. Yeah. And Yep. 8%. Those abs? It's a problem when you lose weight that quick, right? So 8% when you're under 10% usually 
uh, that six-pack starts to show. So, yeah. yeah, he's getting there. Awesome, man. Great job. We're great. proud of you. Thanks, Paul. And so, yeah, so it's a great thing. When, when you accomplish one thing that you didn't think you could do before, that opens a whole new world to you, right? That boundaries are pushed out, and now you, you realize, hey, gosh, I mean, Paul, did that empower you? You feel like, gosh, I can accomplish anything now, right? Yeah, it's, a, it's amazing what happens with that. And so that's what you're, go you're about to embark on. So with Paul, we, uh, right downtown Marietta, I did a, uh, a Body by God program, Stonebridge Church, and Paul came out to the first one. It was a six-week program. Paul came out to the first one, and uh, I, I, I when I met him uh, a year later, right, I totally didn't recognize him, but, um, but he came out and uh, sat in there. You know, he, did, he really he, he took some of the principles, but he really wasn't committed, didn't follow through, and then a year later, he comes back, um, comes on my food tour, um, he just starts applying this stuff, and, you know, six, six, seven months later now, he's 65, he's down 65 pounds, right? Um, and just like we say, he's 8% body fat. So, you know, it's somewhere along the lines. If it hasn't, if you haven't picked it up yet, you haven't lost weight yet, that's okay. You just get right back on board. Just start following the plan. We know it works. And so we're going to get into this. A couple things we're going to go over today. Um, but obviously, this is the, the program right here. But a couple things we're going to go over today. So we're definitely going to go over how to balance your hormones. Who wants to learn how to do that? Yeah, balance your hormones naturally, awesome. So I'm also going to talk about the top 10 best fat-burning foods. Who wants to learn that? Awesome. Let's hear it, guys. Woo! Come on. Here. Kind of low energy in here, so I got a couple things. All right. Here we go. Some omega-3s. Who wants their omega-3s? All right. These things don't throw out real well, but here we go. Whoop. There you go. Gonna try to get them in the back. <laughs> Just be careful. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, how do we do this? A couple things. We gotta obviously eat well. So we're gonna talk about the nutrition. We've gotta move our body effectively. Next week's workshop is 21st Century Fitness. It's gonna be absolutely incredible. I'm gonna actually go through exactly how to get in the best shape of your life, but really how to apply all the principles and really the 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 science behind the principles, how to, how to dramatically affect brain function with your exercise, how to do all these different things. Who's been to our Saturday morning surge class? Good workout, right? Let's hear it. Woo! All right. Good job. Okay, so, and then obviously thinking well. So that's really, in my opinion, that comes number one. We've got to be thinking high energy thoughts. We've got to believe that God put us on the planet for an amazing, incredible purpose, that we can go out and be successful with anything that we do, anything that we set our mind to. And so we're embarking on these next 30 days. We want to obviously, number one, set our mind to it, full, full throttle, get ready to go, and just do it as well as you can. And just like Priscilla said, if you fall off board, right, something happens, what do you do? You get right back on, exactly. You just get right back on. We're going to have leaders. Some of you guys that are in the room are going to be leaders on the different groups. And uh, your job is, Yvette, you've been a leader before. What's your job? That's right, exactly. Keep them, keep them, in, in, uh, keep them uh, accountable, keep them motivated, keep trying to inspire them, and obviously you can contact me all the way through the program as well. And so let's go, let's go through the myths first. These are the first couple things we've got to do is really break down the myths. A lot of people, 
um, will we'll look at a, a piece of food and they'll count the calories, right? Who's ever done that before? And they'll say, well, that's got a lot of calories. Maybe I should lay off of it. And so that was a common myth, and we'll talk about that. How about fat? Who who's ever heard that fat makes you fat? Who's ever heard that? Probably most of us. I mean, if you were to raise your hands, probably most of us believe that or, or have thought that at some point. So we'll talk about that and break that down. And then how about saturated fat and cholesterol? Who's, who's heard that that causes heart disease, right? So probably everybody in this room, in fact, I did for years, and so I believe that. And so we're going to talk about the real science with this. So calories in, calories out, this is what we're classically trained in school. I'm an exercise physiologist, and classically I was trained this way in school to, to really believe that we're kind of like a machine where, you know, if we bring in a certain amount of calories, we've got to burn that out. But here's the thing, guys. I mean, if you were to eat, for example, like a Twinkie, there's like 200 calories in a Twinkie. Does anybody know how much exercise you've got to do to burn 200 calories? That's like a half hour at high intensity, right? So, I mean, it just doesn't work that way, right? So if you were to eat, you know, something 400 calories, right? I mean, you literally have to w work out for about an hour at a high intensity. It just doesn't work that way. It's not, it's really not a, an accurate approach for how to gain or lose weight. And so what we know is, is all the different weight loss factors, like hormones, and that's what we're going to really focus on today, how hormones actually control weight loss, toxicity, posture, oxygen. And so there you go. Big burger, right? So fat makes you fat. So who said they've heard that before? Fat makes you fat, probably most of us. And so obviously this guy's eating a lot of fat right there, so right? Um, but what we know is that that's actually not true, all right? It's not actually fat that makes you fat. In fact, eating the right types of fats actually help you burn fat more effectively. Who here would want to learn how to burn fat more effectively? Yeah. All right, good. And so let's go into this. So certain types of fat, like saturated fat, for example, has actually been proven to be absolutely essential to our bodies. And not only that, but it actually helps our fat burning. And so Mary Ening, this, this lady right here, she's one of the top experts in lipid biochemistry, so in the way our body breaks down fats. She's an expert in this. She says saturated fats play an essential role in calcium mineralization in the skeletal bone. So if we're not taking calcium into bones, into our bones properly, then what, what happens? Osteoporosis long-term, right? So osteoporosis. Um, also provides a protective layer in the liver, so it actually helps protect the liver from any kind of toxic damage, right? So alcohol, different things like that, environmental toxins coming in and damaging that. When we're deficient in saturated fat, it predisposes our liver to, uh, to further toxicity and, and, and trouble. Bless you. All right, and then it stimulates the immune system, and we'll talk about certain types that, uh, that actually do that. Uh, what else does it do? It's actually good for the heart, believe it or not, right? We've all heard that saturated fat is bad for our heart and causes heart disease, but the research actually says that's incorrect. In fact, it actually enhances heart function. In fact, it stabilizes cell, the cell membranes and allows us to use omega-3s. So within every single cell, the outer layer is what? Does anybody know? It's fat. It's a fat membrane, exactly. It's a double layer of fat. And so in that membrane, we've got solid structures like this right here, these beams. And then we've got more fluid structures in between. So the fluid fats, those are our omega-3s and our omega-6s, right? So our, 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 our um, essential fats become the fluid fats. The strong, stable structures that stabilize that cell membrane, that's our saturated fat and cholesterol. So absolutely essential to healthy function. Also, it lowers lipoprotein A, so that's actually an indicator of heart disease, so it's an inflammatory indicator. Um, also, 
uh, carbonic, so you can see right here, stearic acid and, and uh, palmitic acid, those two fats are the preferred fuel for your heart. So one of the reasons why your heart, why for example, if, um, if somebody is inflamed, right, they, they come out and they've got a fatty heart, right, so they have, they have fat all around their heart. Well, really all of us have fat around our heart, and there's a, there's a big reason for that. That's because when our heart really needs energy reserves, it calls on that, it calls on those stored fats. So it actually needs those. Um, that's actually its reserves, like it says in times of stress. So one fat that we definitely want to get into our diet, and if you guys are taking notes and you want um, a weight loss tip, a quick weight loss tip that's going to enhance your results, it's this, coconut oil. Who uses coconut oil in here? So most of you guys do now, and this is your weight loss tip, quick weight loss tip. All right, take a teaspoon or a tablespoon of coconut oil every single day and just straight up raw, okay? Tablespoon of coconut oil, you could put it on something if you wanted to, but just take that. Obviously, we know to cook with it. It's, it's the best fat to cook with. Cannot be denatured under high heat. So, what's that? Yeah, you, you could, absolutely. You could definitely do that. You could take a tablespoon three times a day. Um, phenomenal, especially if you have uh, any kind of yeast issues. So uh, if your body is fighting candida or anything like that, um, uh, uh, coconut oil is one of the best things you can do. So definitely can use that then. But however, you definitely want to use it for, for fat burning. Just take a tablespoon maybe in the morning, something like that. Um, that's definitely going to be one of your tips, one of the best foods you can do for that. So let's get into the meat of this. So hormones, who, who's heard of hormones before? Probably everybody in here, power, power word in our society. And so we've got two hormones that actually help our body store fat, and then we've got two hormones that help us burn fat. Okay, so our storage uh, hormones are cortisol and insulin. So cortisol is actually a stress hormone that your body secretes in times of high stress. And one of the things it does is it increases blood sugar. Okay, so when sugar goes up in your bloodstream, what hormone does our body kick out? Insulin. insulin that's right. Some of you guys know this. In fact, when people are diabetic, now their cells are no, more, no longer responsive to insulin. However, insulin's key in order to lower blood sugar to get the sugar out of the bloodstream and into the cells. Very, very key. So cortisol elevates blood sugar, insulin lowers it. So those two hormones work together, particularly during times of stress. However, growth hormone and leptin, those are the hormones we really wanna maximize with this, with this program. That's really what we're gonna teach you guys tonight with this. So this is what happens when we elevate insulin. Now, this is really important to remember that insulin is a superhero hormone, okay? So it's a what type of hormone? Superhero, that's right, it will save your life. This is why, because when your, your bloodstream at, at one period of time, so right now as we're, we're sitting here, okay, how much sugar should be, should be circulating through our bloodstream? Does anybody know? One teaspoon. one teaspoon, right? One teaspoon of sugar. However, if we drink like a 12-ounce can of Coke or something like that, Sprite, whatever it is. Do you know how many, how many teaspoons? <laughs> Ethel's all over. I saw Ethel. I was like, I know she's going to jump on this. All right. 12 teaspoons of sugar. She, tells, she works at uh, Kroger, tells everybody as they're bringing their, their soda down, you know how many teaspoons of sugar are in that soda, right? 12 teaspoons of sugar. So so if, if your bloodstream, if you were not able to get that sugar out of the bloodstream, you would go into shock. It would literally kill you. And so instead of that happening, your, your body has these sensitive hormones that get secreted in order to take the sugar out of the bloodstream and put it into the cells. 
So that key hormone is insulin. So it comes out, it starts taking the sugar, and basically, just like this shows, it's like a key. So it unlocks that door, opens up the door, now boom, you're able to get sugar into all those cells. So the first cells that fill up are your muscle, so all your skeletal muscle, and then your liver. And when that's finished, guess where it goes? Right into your fat, exactly. So right into your fat cells and they start to, to increase, right? And so here's, here's the problem is we keep doing that. So not only are we obviously inflating and feeding our fat cells, but at the same time, we keep doing that over time, our muscle cells actually start to become resistant. And then our, eventually our liver will become resistant to the sugar, to the insulin and the sugar coming in. So now the only cells that are really accepting it are the fat cells. So we eat something and boom, all of a sudden, goes right to our hips, right to our, our, our stomach, right? right to all those different areas. So obviously that becomes a big time problem. Not to mention that as we become resistant to insulin, now our body, our pancreas has to pump out more insulin, right? So it's kind of like if we want to get a certain desired response, right? So the, 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 the small amount wasn't working, now we've got to take, now we've got to secrete more and more and more. So it's kind of like this. So, so Nisha, obviously you have four kids, four children. So, so you've probably been here before where uh, you, know, you want them to do something, right? So you're like, hey guys, I need your help doing this. And you get no response, right? So do you, do you, do you say it the next time at the same volume or do you raise your volume? Typically you raise your volume, right? And it steadily starts to increase. It's the same thing. So now it's kind of like our cells are, 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 I'm sorry, insulin is now screaming at our cells, right? So at first it's knocking on the door. When, when it gets to the point where it's not no longer, there's no longer an answer, it starts to literally bang on the door and scream on the door, right? And so eventually all the receptor sites on the muscles actually get burned out and our, our muscle will actually stop, uh, stop producing the insulin receptors. And so it'll completely burn out and then all it can do is get stored in fat and eventually, long term, those cells actually start to burn out. That's when, because who's ever heard, you know, for example, when somebody gets type 2 diabetes, gets out of control, what kind of symptoms do they have? Swelling. Swelling, right? So another, another major one that happens is their eyes get damaged. Who's ever seen that before, right? So they lose vision because the blood sugar is high circulating throughout their body will actually start to damage because when sugar is high, it actually, uh, it actually starts to connect to protein and start to destroy that protein. In fact, it's called an advanced glycolytic enzyme, right? An AGE, when the sugar actually jumps onto the protein, will damage it, it's called an AGE, and that will damage the, uh, the, the optic nerves, right? Going right out to the eyes, damage the receptors, in, or I'm sorry, the nerves in the feet. So you get diabetic neuropathy, all kinds of different symptoms like that. So we get big time problems. So insulin is important but when we elevate, because our body is no longer responsive to it, we get big time problems. Insulin is also, it also a precursor to inflammatory cycles in our body. So when insulin is elevated, it increases inflammation in our body. And inflammation is the underlying marker in what? Who knows? Pretty much all degenerative disease. Pretty much arthritis, osteoporosis, um, heart disease, cancer, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, you name a degenerative disease, inflammation is the underlying marker in that. So if, ins if insulin is high, your body's not only can it, can it um, not burn fat effectively, but now we've got higher levels of inflammation. 
So we got two big time problems that are, that are developing there. So the other big thing that happens is this. When we have high sugar, now again, like we said, insulin is starting to put it into the fat cells. So our fat cells start to inflate. When the fat cells inflate, they secrete a hormone. It's this one right here, leptin, okay? Leptin is what, a fat storage or a fat burning hormone? It's a fat burning hormone. And so our, our fat cells will secrete it in order to turn themselves off. They, they're saying, you know what, I'm inflated enough, I don't need any more fuel. So let's secrete leptin, that should get right up into our hypothalamus, this critical part of our brain, and the hypothalamus is where the hunger and thirst center is. And so it should get right up in there and turn that switch off and say, you know what, I'm not hungry anymore, I'm good, right? So it should turn that switch off and naturally we'll, we no longer are hungry and our body, so our metabolism starts to switch over and we start burning fat more effectively. However, here's the problem. So when we have high levels of insulin, when insulin is elevated, now that starts to actually enhance, it starts to, starts to um, damage the leptin receptors. So leptin receptors themselves become resistant. So now our fat cells have to pour out more leptin. And over time, we end up with this chronically high leptin. So if you were to get a blood test, your leptin would typically be high, and then your insulin is high. And so that means you're leptin resistant and insulin resistant, that your body is not responding to that response, to that, uh, to that hormone secretion. And that becomes big time problems. When we have that, when that's the case, you know weight gain and obesity are, are, are obviously the next step, right? And so over time, you could definitely become uh, not only overweight, but obese. So with insulin resistance, again, here's kind of the pathway. We eat food, our, particularly what types of food? Carbs, right? So it's our carbs, sugars, grains, things like that, that our body needs insulin to be pumped up in order to take the blood sugar out of the, out of the bloodstream and into the fat cells. So now insulin gets elevated, right? Uh, all of a sudden, now our cells are no longer responsive to the insulin because we've been doing this chronically over a period of time. And so typically it takes a good 20 years or so at least, um, but now our cells are no longer responsive. So here's the thing. Let's take a look at like the typical American breakfast, which is what? Right, so typical American eats cereal, so or pancakes or something like that, right? So typical American cereal could be bacon and eggs. Um, typical American cereal lo looks like this. Bowl of Cheerios, right? And I remember this is kind of how I grew up. Bowl of Cheerios, uh, banana sliced up on the Cheerios, skim milk, right? And orange juice. What do all of those things have in them? Sugar, right? So, of course, what do, what do we think? Typically, we think Cheerios, we think healthy, right? It has the heart on the box, so we think, well, that's got to be healthy. Banana, we're like, oh, it's fruit, right? It's got to be good. Skim milk, no fat in there, right? That should be good. Orange juice, so I'm an orange. Vitamin C in there, it's got to be good. But all of those things have sugar, so now our, our blood sugar spikes, right? So it goes through the roof. So all of a sudden, we're energized, but then our body pumps out which hormone? Insulin, right? So now insulin gets pumped out, and insulin does what to the blood sugar? Brings it down. So it lowers the blood sugar. So your blood sugar's high. It lowers it, right? However, the insulin will actually lower it too much. And when insulin is elevated in our body, when it's elevated for a chronic period of time, that will naturally stimulate us to be hungry too. So what happens is this. So we go ahead, we, we reduce our blood sugar quickly, 
So then, so let's say we eat breakfast at 8, around 10.30, we're starving again, right? So now we're low energy and we're starving again. So we get up in our typical office. They've got, um, you know, their, their coffee bar with uh, their croissants and everything, their donuts. So we head over there. We have our donut or our croissants, right, our coffee, right? And, and, and that obviously, that again, that spikes our blood sugar. So blood sugar goes back up. Then our body secretes what hormone? Insulin, right? So lowers lowers the blood sugar again, right? Then we're hungry again, so we go out and we get lunch. What does typical American eat for lunch? <laughs> McDonald's or Taco Bell or something, you know, something with some sort of starch typically, um, which again will shoot that blood sugar up again, right? Then it crashes, so now around 3 o'clock, what does a typical American feel like doing? Taking a nap, right? So they're out, they're taking a nap at work, right? Because their blood sugar's down again. So you see this? All day long, they're spiking their blood sugar. They're creating this, this inflammatory cycle. Insulin is all over the place. Their blood sugar's all over the place. And uh, this is, when we do this repeatedly over time, it causes big time chronic problems in our body, chronic disease. So leptin, um, as well as helping burn fat, also is very important for healthy thyroid, for a healthy nervous system, adrenals, um, for controlling stress hormone, so cortisol. So again, these hormones like cortisol and insulin, they are antagonists to leptin and growth hormone, meaning that they're inversely related. When insulin is elevated, right, our body is not going to be responsive to leptin and growth hormone. Okay, same thing with cortisol. When cortisol is elevated, we're not going to be responsive to, to growth hormone and leptin. So very important that we understand that. So this is what happens when we are chronically long-term leptin resistant. So typically, estrogen receptors are in the hips. So typically when women gain weight, where do they typically gain it? Hips. Right, hips. And, and usually the major issue, although definitely leptin plays a huge role with women as well, typically with them, it's, it's estrogen dominance, very often the case. So um, what happens? They start really gaining the weight in the hips, typically more so than uh, the stomach. With men, right, it's typically leptin resistance, although obviously it can be the same with women too. And so when, when it's leptin resistance, typically most of the weight goes right there into the stomach. So just like this guy right here, he's proud of that. Okay. By the way, which is healthier, gaining weight in your stomach or in your hips? Hips, that's right. Stomach is, is very, very, very bad for you. So all that, all that fat will accumulate, particularly in your upper body, in and around your heart and your lungs. They've got to work harder. That increases the pressure. So typically this right here, you start gaining weight like that in your stomach, your blood pressure will go up significantly, typically, and, uh, and it causes a lot more issues. Your, your lung volume, um, your ability to, to respirate effectively, uh, drops, your digestive process drops, a lot of different issues. Your, your, your entire circulatory system gets affected by that. So let's keep going here. So our basic rules to live by are these right here. So everybody, as soon as program, this is where we want to start, okay? This is kind of our starting process. Number one, we want to reduce our sugar and grain intake. Why do we want to do that? Insulin. That's right. We want to control insulin. So if we can win the battle at the hormonal level, that really sets us, uh, sets us up for success with this program. Because if we can keep insulin down, our body can then burn what? Fat. That's right. And who here wants to burn fat? Right? So when you lose weight, who here wants to burn, who here would want to actually burn through their muscle stores? Nobody, right? None of us want to do that. We want to burn through our fat stores. 
So we can starve ourselves and lose weight, right? But typically, what are we burning? Muscle. So we want to control. In order to burn fat, we have to control the hormones. And so that starts with controlling insulin and leptin. And so the first step we need to do is really reduce that sugar and grain intake. And so very important, number two, eating good fats, eliminating bad fats. And number three, obviously, really focusing on cleaning up the type of meat that we eat. So let's go into this. So sugar, again, like we talked about, not only does it increase insulin and lead to fat gain, but on top of that, it also upsets the mineral relationships in our body. So chromium, for example, is an essential mineral that helps that, that enhances insulin sensitivity, meaning that it enhances our ability to get sugar into the cells. What happens, though, is when we have high circulating blood sugar, we use up all of our chromium stores. So then a lot of times our cell receptors, which chromium actually helps form the insulin receptor, that chromium, we become deficient in that chromium very easily if we're taking in too much sugar. And then guess what? Now that insulin receptor is deformed. No wonder why it gets turned off. No wonder why we get insulin resistance. So you can certainly supplement with chromium, which a lot of people do, but we get a lot of it in, in a good, healthy diet, particularly a lot of plant-based foods. However, the biggest key is to, is to reduce our, our levels of, so, re, so inhibiting our body's ability to excrete it, right, or, or to use it up effectively. And the way we do that is by keeping sugar down. Sugar also feeds cancer cells, bacteria, viruses, fungus, other parasites. So sugar literally feeds those things. So when we're taking that in, we are, we're creating an optimal breeding ground for any kind of opportunistic organism, right? We're literally creating cancer in our body when we're taking in high amounts of sugar. And it's also responsible for the triad of high triglycerides and LDL with low HDL. And so in August, I'm gonna do the heart disease, two-part heart disease workshops here. It's absolutely phenomenal. We're gonna go into detail on all those blood tests, show you exactly how to stabilize those things. Um, so anybody you know with heart disease, you definitely wanna bring them out for those. It's gonna be phenomenal. But sugar, number one step is we've got to reduce and eliminate sugar. Um, and so when we're eating our carbohydrates, which uh, there's two different plans, two different nutritional plans with this process. One is called the core diet. And so who does the core? Some of you guys, if you know about it. The other one is the healing diet or the advanced plan. Who does that one? So some of you guys do that one. So if you want to lose weight quickly and efficiently and make it sustainable, the best program to be on is the healing diet. If, you have, if you're chronically inflamed, you have uh, high triglycerides, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, any of those things, definitely the healing diet. And I'm going to actually uh, go into more detail on that as we go on. However, if you're just really looking to improve your health, maybe you've, you're at your ideal weight and you just want to kind of maintain there, just improve your health on a regular basis, then you want to do this, the core plan. And with that, you can still eat good carbohydrates. So some of our best, of course, of course, are our vegetables, right? We want the greener, the better. So what are some great green vegetables? Kale, yep, what else? Broccoli, spinach, celery, right? Cucumbers, uh, bok choy, right? So we got a lot of great vegetables there. Sprouted grains. So we could eat a little bit of sprouted grains from time to time if you were on the core plan. So if you're at your ideal weight, you feel good where you're at, and all you want to do is really improve your fitness and your health, you can handle some grains. And so I would recommend um, either ancient grains or, or sprouted grains. So what are some of our best grains? Quinoa, millet, brown rice. That's right. Those are our best grains. And then, of course, fruits. 
And so we can definitely handle some fruits if we're on the core plan, sweet potatoes and yams uh, because of their nutrient density. If you're on the healing diet though, then you want to get all your carbohydrates, about 95% from vegetables, non-starchy vegetables, and then a small amount from berries, right? So, and what's really our, our most nutrient-dense berry that is easy to take? Blueberries. blueberries, right? Absolutely, so we can get the blueberries. So when you're eating your carbs, this is the best approach to take, to eat them more in the morning. Why is that? Why do you think? Because you're going to burn it. That's right, you'll use it up because carbohydrates are instant energy source. So when we take that in, our body, we want to make sure that we're burning that up. So if we were to eat it at night, now insulin goes up. That lowers our, our ability to, burn, to uh, secrete growth hormone because, again, those hormones are, are inversely related. So when insulin goes up, growth hormone will actually go down. At night when we're sleeping, we want to actually get a huge burst of growth hormone that's going to help us burn fat, help us build our immune system, and build muscle. Sound good? Mm -hmm. Yep, that's what we want. So between 10 and 2, 10 p.m. and 2 a.m., that's when our body takes on the biggest spike of growth hormone. We want to make sure our insulin is low, right, that it's low. It's not circulating at a high level, so we get the best spike possible. So when we're eating our carbs, the best thing to do are to eat those in the morning, not at night. So let's move on here. Fats that kill, this is another big step we've got to take, is really taking out all these inflammatory fats. And where do you find these fats right here? Uh, yeah, so Vicki said everything, right? So you go out, any processed food, obviously loaded with all these inflammatory fats, um, even salad dressings, right? So you go to Whole Foods, you, even a great place like Whole Foods, you grab one of their organic Annie's or whatever brand they have, salad dressing, you turn it over, guess what you see on it? soybean oil, canola oil, right? Some of these toxic oils. So we want to make sure that we're avoiding those things and instead we're loading up with, with pro, well, I'm sorry, uh, anti-inflammatory fats. So we want the anti-inflammatory fats. So when we're looking at a salad dressing, what should we be taking in? Olive oil, right? So olive oil, phenomenal oil for you. Another great fat burning food, right? We can use a good vinegar. What's a good vinegar? Apple cider vinegar. We'll talk more about that. So here are our fats that heal. This, along with our dark green leafy vegetables, should really be the priority points of our diet. We should be building our meals around a healthy fat or, or multiple sources of healthy fat and good vegetables. So here are healthy fats, avocados. Who likes avocados? Awesome, who, likes, who makes gua superfood guacamole? If you don't know what I'm talking about, go right to the website. We've got a video where I'm making it and uh, go home and, and try that. So even people that don't like guacamole or don't like avocados, they typically like it, right, Joyce? That's right, so she makes it, she didn't like it. Um, coconut, so who uses coconut milk? Good, and we talked about the coconut oil. So coconut milk, phenomenal, we make our shakes with that. We could put it in hummus recipes and uh, guacamole recipes. We really, uh, it's, it's really conducive and helpful um, using this program and getting healthy if you just create a fondness to, to coconut. So anybody here not like coconut? Some people, they just, for whatever reason, they have this aversion to coconut. I tell them, change, right? So um, just, uh, what do we tell them? Eat it anyways, right? Exactly. I, I just tell them it's going to be easier if you like it. So just change it in your mind. Olive oil, we talked about the fish oil, which I threw out to some of you guys. Uh, some of you guys got fish oil. If you didn't, I got more, so don't worry. Um, nuts and seeds, what are the best nuts? Almonds, walnuts. Pecans, right? Pumpkin seeds, yep. 
Pumpkin seeds are loaded with what mineral? Who knows? Zinc. Zinc. Yep. They're also high in B15 and B17, known proven cancer fighters, but also zinc, which many people are deficient in zinc. So pumpkin seeds, phenomenal. So Joyce said pecans. Pecans are our most antioxidant-rich nut. So pecans are great. I was actually having some this weekend. Um, what else? What's another good nut? What do we say? Walnuts. So walnuts are high in ALA, a smaller, smaller chain omega-3. So it helps reduce inflammation. How about almonds? Right? Why are almonds really good? They're high in tyrosine, which is an essential amino acid, good for our thyroid, good for fat burning, muscle building. Also, very alkalizing nut. So almonds are, are terrific. Macadamia nuts, good fat source right there. Um, and then, did we say anything else? Brazil nuts, right? Of course. What are Brazil nuts high in? Selenium, exactly. And selenium is a powerful antioxidant, really helps our body produce glutathione, which is our natural detoxifier. So really, really good for us. So daily fat intake, it should kind of look like this. Now, if you're on the healing diet, it could really, honestly, I could make this bar just, just even all together. That's fine. You could just take in good fat sources at every meal. That's actually, uh, I would actually recommend that. However, really in the evening, again, we want to take out the carbs and we want to load up with the fats, right? Although you can do that at every meal. So and then, our, of course, our good proteins. So our best proteins, right, wild-caught fish. And, of course, we want something low on the food chain, right? So what's low on the food chain? Sardines. That's right. Sam, so pink or wild Alaskan salmon, right? It's got to be Alaskan. We want it wild if we're getting the salmon. Why don't we want Atlantic? It's farmed, that's right, because it's actually farmed and it's toxic because when, unfortunately, in the farms, they actually feed them like animal byproduct, like ground up dead animals, yeah, dead chicken. They feed them uh, animal feces. I mean, just all kinds of junk that you would never imagine. Um, so they become very, very toxic. I don't recommend if you go to a restaurant unless you're absolutely certain that it's wild Alaskan salmon to, to order salmon. I don't recommend that at a restaurant. Okay, so the only restaurant I know of around here that you can get, maybe there's other ones, but uh, R. Thomas Restaurant, downtown Atlanta, Peachtree, I know that they have good fish, good clean fish on there. I wouldn't recommend getting fish at, at other restaurants, though. Not the best thing to get. So what, what were you going to say, Kevin? That's right, exactly. That's right, so you're not even getting the omega-3s. You're actually getting a lot of... Yeah, you're actually getting a lot of omega-6s instead, you're right, and then toxic animals, so, yeah. Yep. Salmon is, is fairly low on the food chain. It's not a higher, so they're like swordfish, king mackerel, um, shark, all, that, all those kind of things. They just eat other fish, right? Salmon eats like a lot of algae and worms and, you know, just smaller things on the food chain. Same thing with sardines. Um, anchovies, you know, things like that. So they're lower on the food chain. The other big thing, remember, this is always a key point that we have to remember. If we are going to buy anything organic, what should it be? Meat products, right? Absolutely. More important than buying vegetables is to get meat products. And this is absolutely key to really having long-term sustainable results. Because guess what? When meat is conventionally raised, what do they feed the animal? grain, right, which increases their omega-6 content, right, and so actually makes them very, very inflamed, very inflamed animals, and it lowers their immune system. So because the animal's immune system is lowered, now they become uh, much more 
much more susceptible to, uh, to any kind of infection, virus, bacteria, whatever it is. So what does man do in order to try to limit that? Yeah, antibiotics, right? So now they're jamming antibiotics in there, plus they want bigger meat, right? So they want more meat because they get paid by the volume. So then what do they do? Steroids, right? So does anybody here, so for example, there's all kinds of research out there, guys, talking about anti linking antibiotics to cancer. And so for me, I personally, I've never taken an antibiotic in my life. I've been uh, very, very blessed and fortunate um, for that to be the case. However, guess what happens every time I eat conventional meat? I'm taking antibiotics. You see that? So, yeah, I could go through and, and, and there was a period of time in my life where, yeah, I was eating a lot of conventional meat, right? And so I was, even though I'd never actually taken an, an oral antibiotic or injected or anything like that, I had taken in a lot of antibiotics and that had messed with my bacterial systems, messed with my hormonal systems, and, uh, and, and definitely um, enhanced my chances of getting cancer. So we absolutely, if we're going to detox and clean out our systems, we have got to really switch the meat that we eat. Walsh, did you have a question in the back there? Yeah. Bison? Yeah, so bison is, is fine. Actually, bison is naturally free range. At this point, um, they don't have bison farms where they're feeding them grains. So from what I understand, bison is free range, so that's definitely an acceptable meat. Um, so if you were to go to a restaurant like Ted's, anybody ever been to Ted's? Right, so Ted's, they serve bison, so that's what you want to get, right? So you would get bison, tell them sometimes they bring bread out, a lot of times they bring cucumbers out, so it's actually good. So you get the bison, and you get vegetables, like they've got asparagus or broccoli or something like that. They've got olive oil there, they'll bring out cucumbers, and you're good to go, right? So you've got a good meal there. And just take a look at this. It takes approximately five to eight pounds of sprayed grain to produce one pound of beef. That's unbelievable, isn't it? And so it's just concentrated pesticides, antibiotics, and hormones when you're eating conventional meat. One of the most toxic things you can put in your body. So absolutely have to, uh, have to, 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 to avoid that as much as possible. So when we're looking at this also, when we're looking at the scales, when they feed animals grains, for example, let's take a look at the total amount of fat. And by the way, there's a difference between animal-based saturated fat and plant-based like coconut oil. We really don't want to get high, high, high levels of animal-based saturated fat, although we can handle some. But look at this right here. Just in total fat in general, in beef, grain-fed beef, you can see it's so much higher. And the reason why is that, let's say, let's say, Julie, you were to eat a meal, just a big, big gigantic pasta meal, okay? Immediately you eat that, what goes up? Your blood sugar, right? So then what hormone gets secreted? Insulin, that's right. So when insulin's secreted, now your body cannot burn what? Fat. So instead it stores it, remember? So do you think that the cow works any differently? Doesn't, right? Works the same way. So that's why the, fat, the animals become that much more fat. In fact, a lot of these animals, right, by the time they get, they get chopped up, by the time they go to the butcher, they already have heart disease and cancer building in their body. So they already have heart disease. They're massively inflamed. They're actually about to have a heart attack. A lot of the animals have tumors already developed, and the butchers are trained to just look for the tumor, cut it out, and that goes in the cheap meat pile, right? So, so guess where the cheap meat goes? Hot dogs. Hot dogs. 
Has anybody ever wondered how you can get like a Big Mac value meal for like $1.99 or something like that? Do you think they paid a lot for that, for that food? No, right? They didn't pay barely anything for it, right? So uh, everything that, that's in that meal is either government subsidized or they, or they practically got it for free from the meat farms. You guys see that? So grass-fed meat's totally different. So look at this right here. When they're feeding them pasture, now our omega-3 ratio goes way up. So ideally, the ratio should be 2 to 1, omega-6 to omega-3. Pasture, grass itself, and this is the same thing with green leafy vegetables, it's, it's reversed. It's about 2.5 to 1, omega-3 to omega-6. So obviously, when we eat that, that's going to enhance our omega-3 to 6 ratio as well as opposed to grains, which you can see right here. For example, corn is about a 20 to 1 ratio. Soybeans, right, 25 to 1 ratios in that range. And that, when we eat that in high amounts, that causes massive problems at our cellular level, causes inflammation in our body, so big problems. So when we're looking at the meat, we're looking at what the animals eat and everything. Here we go. We've got grain-fed cattle. This is our omega-6. This is our omega-3. Look at that ratio right there. It's like a 20 to 1 ratio. That's why the average, the average American th that they've studied is 20 to 1, right? Omega-6 to omega-3. So at the cellular level, that causes extreme amount of inflammation, okay? That's not anywhere near where it should be. Again, it should be 2 to 1. So it causes inflammatory cascades in our body. On the flip side, you look at grass-fed cattle. Look at this right here. We've got a 2 to 1 ratio. What did we say it should be? 2 to 1. You see that? So grass-fed cattle, all of a sudden, that becomes a very, very, very healthy food for us, right? So not only is there a 2 to 1 ratio, but again, that meat provides B12, provides iron, provides a multitude of B vitamins, healthy proteins, right? Good fats, so, you know, a number of good things. Did you have a question in the back? You know, it can. Fortunately, what I, that's why I always recommend cooking your meat medium rare, right? So that way on the inside you're still getting good, high-quality meat, okay? So high-quality, good fats, things like that. So I don't recommend cooking it well done. I recommend getting a good source, like a grass-fed source, and cooking it medium-rare, okay? So look at your antelope, your deer, your elk. So look at these ratios right here, 3 to 1, you know, 2 and a half to 1, right? So that's all the wild game, very, very good for you, extremely healthy. And what do they, what do they feed on, the wild game? grass, right? So just naturally they're out there eating exactly what God designed them to eat, which is grass, just eating natural. So that's the way that they should. So daily protein, again, you know, kind of similar to our fat where we were talking about this. Now it could be, you know, we could draw a line like this and it could be stable all the way across. However, remember if we're going to eat the carbs, we want those in the morning, okay? And then what we need at the end of the day is recovery fuel. Fats, because that actually helps our, our cells recover at the cellular layer. And then proteins, because they produce the enzymes that allow our body to actually break down and, and rebuild. So very key. So here's the healing diet, guys. So this is, if you want to lose weight quickly, this is the program for you. So who here wants to lose weight quickly, wants to win this contest? This is what you want to do. Really stick to the healing diet. Let's go through this. Number one, eliminate grains, okay? And who's done the healing diet? Paul, you've done it, right? And so once you get going, what happens? Yeah, exactly. You start losing those cravings. Once you, you develop that leptin sensitivity, 
so your leptin is able to um, actually do exactly what it's supposed to do in your hypothalamus, you really lose the sugar cravings, the grain cravings. And so it becomes much easier. That's when you hit that momentum, that sweet spot, right? And Paul, you kind of know that sweet spot during the program where all of a sudden the weight just starts coming off, right? You feel great. You're not hungry. You're not craving anything. It's phenomenal. So you eliminate the grains, minimize fruit, keep your protein in moderation. So if you're taking in high amounts of protein, guess what happens? It'll break down into sugar, and then what hormone gets, gets, gets enhanced? Insulin, that's right, and then you can't burn fat again. So we want to keep protein moderate, 15 to 25 grams in a meal. We're eating throughout the day, so we're snacking 15 to 25 grams a meal. Um, so snacking on small meals throughout the day, so you're just constantly grazing, eating pieces of celery, chopped up cucumbers, uh, uh, like Priscilla's always eating hard-boiled eggs, right? Exactly, hard-boiled eggs, great snacks, snacking on some nuts, things like that, loading up on high-fiber vegetables, good fats, like we talked about with the eggs, coconut flakes, good nuts, avocado, things like that. So you're constantly grazing. We're utilizing the good salts, and we're hydrating. So one of the reasons why we got to drink, and guys, this right here is another incredible fat-burning tip right here, okay, drinking water. Not only drinking it throughout the day, but this if you follow this one tip, I guarantee you, you will definitely see results. When you wake up in the morning, first thing, you drink a bunch of water, okay? As much as you can get down, I recommend about 32 ounces if you can get it, okay? So a full liter of water, okay? If you can drink more, drink more, okay? Absolutely. When you wake up in the morning, start flushing your system with water. It will naturally, your, your, your metabolism will naturally pick up. Your body will start to detox. You'll move your bowels. You'll feel energized. It's absolutely unbelievable. It's amazing. So we definitely want to make sure we're doing that. Also, we can take some good salts with it. And this is great for energy. Just taking a little bits of the good salt along with your water naturally enhances your, 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 your ability to produce energy because these are your electrolytes right here. And so you guys have heard of electrolytes before, right? So these are your natural electrolytes. So you want to take that in with the water. So what you can do is you can just take a, a pinch of salts along with drinking all the water. You don't need much. And different body types are going to use it differently. So if you, uh, who here craves salt on a regular basis? So if you crave salt, kind of listen to your body. You'll do better with more, okay? Um, if you don't, then you probably don't really need a whole lot. So just a little bit at a time is fine. And so that's fine. We want to use the good salts, the Himalayan, right, the Redmond's Real Salt, Celtic Sea Salt. Those good quality salts are going to help your body burn the fat effectively. So another fat, you guys, you guys ready for these fat burning foods right here? So here we go. We're going to run through them. Lemons. Lemons are powerful, loaded with vitamin C. So when you squeeze lemon, I recommend squeezing that in your water, squeezing that on different foods, um, salads, things like that. Naturally enhances the vitamin C that you're taking in. Um, so obviously we all know that that's good for your immune system, for multiple things, for your skin. Uh, for, uh, for a number of things. Not to mention, it also helps detox your liver and kickstart fat burning mechanisms. So lemons are phenomenal. Definitely squeeze them all over your foods, squeeze them in your water, all kinds of stuff. And so apple cider vinegar, who uses apple cider vinegar regularly? Yep. This is another phenomenal, phenomenal tip. The, the acetic acid in the apple cider vinegar starts to help your body melt away the fat. That's the way that, that's the way that we, we, we say it, although it doesn't actually work that way. But um, 
but it naturally helps your body turn into a fat-burning mode. The reason why, actually, we really, we really want to understand is that it helps your cells become more um, sensitive to insulin, so insulin stays down throughout the day. And so because of that, and it provides a lot of chromium, a lot of good stuff, so because of that, um, we become more sensitive to the insulin. So it helps rebuild that insulin sensitivity, which will keep insulin down and help your body burn fat more effectively throughout the day. So apple cider vinegar, what I recommend is this, that in your water, so if you're drinking 32 ounces of water, squeeze half a lemon in there, okay, and put a good teaspoon or so, maybe even a tablespoon of apple cider vinegar. Drink that down. If you want to make it a little sweet, put a little bit of stevia in there, that's fine, but uh, you really shouldn't eat it. And you just crank that down with a little bit of good salts, and there you go. You got vitamin C, you've got that acetic acid enhancing that, that insulin sensitivity, you got all the water, Right, and you're good to go. Can you take the pill for every exercise? There's a pill for apple cider vinegar? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Is it a pill for yeah. You could, but just use the vinegar. It I mean terrible. What do we say? Yeah. Take it anyways. Well, you don't don't take it raw, but uh, just put a little bit in your water. Yeah. You'll be all right. Have you tried that? Have you tried a teaspoon in a glass of water? You tried that? Okay. Well, I guess if you need to take the pills, you shouldn't. Um, you should be able to put it right into a salad dressing, and you should be good. I didn't even know they, they have pills for that stuff. All right. Okay, gotcha. So also, cayenne. So cayenne is a powerful fat-burning food right here. So it's, it's loaded with capsaicin right here, and that's, that will actually, it's a thermogenic food. So it will help your body burn fat more effectively. So putting a little bit of cayenne in different things, different drinks, right, um, will actually help your different foods. Um, very, very powerful. Um, mustard is another thermogenic food. So getting the right type of mustard, however, what do you guys see right here? So with this mustard, you can see stone ground with apple cider vinegar. That's key when you're looking at mustard because most mustard, it's made out of what? like a white distilled vinegar. You guys know that? It's made out of like a, uh, typically like a cheap vinegar. And so we want to make sure we're getting it with apple cider vinegar. Who likes mustard, by the way? This is good news, isn't it? Yeah, yep, you could definitely use your mustard. You just want to get this one right here. Eden Organics is, is a really good one with apple cider vinegar. I love mustard. And so natural thermogenic food. Green tea. Who likes green tea? Yep. So loaded with ECGC, epigogalactin, lactate or something like that. I can't remember exactly the name. Okay, and so definitely green tea is powerful. This is green tea powder right here. You can use the powder. Obviously, you can get the tea itself. The key with this, though, is to make sure you get an organic. So get an organic variety. That's going to be key. Okay, and obviously a non-sugared variety. Mm -hmm. So like a lot of, a lot of them, like a Lipton, Brisk tea, you know, a lot, a lot of people. I remember I remember growing up, I thought iced tea, you know, tea's got to be good for you, right? So iced tea should be good. So I thought, oh, if I get the Lipton Brisk iced tea, that's probably good. Tastes are good, right? So, but what's, what's it full of? Sugar, right? I mean, it's just sugar. There's no nutrients in that. So very processed. So you don't want that stuff. So definitely green tea's phenomenal. You can drink that in the morning or drink that throughout the day. However, green tea also has what in it? Caffeine. Caffeine, that's right. So we do need to be careful drinking it late at night because who's like me and caffeine gets them way stimulated, right? So, yeah. So definitely don't drink that at night. It'll keep you up. So, um, 
with green tea. Yeah, you can get the decaf, exactly. You can definitely get the decaf. Make sure you get an organic, though, because that way the processing of it. Yep. And I don't know about you guys, but the or but even the decaf gets me high flying. So, all right, what'd you say? Yes, exactly. Yeah, so that's right. There's a lot of pesticides in uh, non-organic green tea, so we definitely want to make sure we get, we get organic variety. Um, also, grapefruits. Who likes grapefruits in here? So grapefruits are, are phenomenal food for helping us burn fat. Fortunately, on the healing diet, we can take in small amounts of grapefruit, okay? So I wouldn't recommend more than a half at a time, okay? But you can do the grapefruit, a little bit of grapefruit. That's fine because grapefruit is a lower sugar fruit. So that's okay, and it's full of this right here, galacturonic acid, which helps your body burn fat more effectively. So another good fat-burning food. Superfood herbs. So we got some powerful herbs right here that help you burn fat more effectively. Thermogenic, and not only are these thermogenic, but at the same time, they also enhance fat-burning enzymes. So they enhance the enzymatic process. So this one right here on the left, this is an orange spice. What do you think that is? Turmeric. Who uses turmeric in here? Awesome. Give yourself a round of applause if you use turmeric. All right, good. One of the best herbs you could possibly use, powerful for the anti-inflammatory process, powerful cancer fighter, and will help your body burn fat more effectively. So we definitely want to use turmeric. What do we put that on? Uh, anything we can, right? Exactly, anything we can. You can put it in your shakes, put it on different foods, your meats, right? Um, I mean, just all kinds of stuff. So we look for ways to use our turmeric, okay? There you go. So there's a little tip right there. Okay. So although I don't think turmeric really tastes that bad to me, but uh, I'm just I'm a freak though. So, okay. What do we have right down here? This one's a little harder. That's cloves right there. Exactly. Cloves are the number one antioxidant-rich herb, and they also again enhance our bodies. So here's a, here's a common theme you guys are going to see. Anything that enhances our body's ability, our, our cells' ability to um, to sense insulin, right, increases our insulin sensitivity, is going to help us burn fat more effectively. So cloves are a powerful thing because they, again, they help repair that cell and help um, enhance that insulin sensitivity. So very, very powerful, plus rich in antioxidants. And so what's this one right here in the middle? Cinnamon. cinnamon. Who likes cinnamon in here? Yep. So cinnamon, again, powerful, enhances that, that insulin sensitivity. Therefore, it's going to enhance our body's ability to burn fat. What's this right here? Ginger. ginger. That's right. Ginger loaded with gingerols, very powerful anti-inflammatory alcohols. And so this is not only an anti-inflammatory, but at the same time, again, it's going to help reduce insulin, make us more, uh, more sensitive to it, so it helps us burn fat. This right here is a little bit tougher one. Not mint. Mint's good, but not mint. Bay leaves. Bay leaves. These are bay leaves. Okay. Bay leaves actually thermogenic. So they actually enhance, they create more heat and, and help burn fat more effectively in your body. So powerful. How about these right here, garlic and parsley? Who likes those? Yep. So garlic, an, again, another powerful fat-burning food right there is, is absolutely garlic. And then parsley is not only is it, is it actually enhanced the fat-burning process and the liver detox process, but at the same time, parsley helps mask the scent of the garlic. Right, so we want green foods to go with our garlic because the green foods are high in what? Chlorophyll. chlorophyll. And chlorophyll naturally masks, naturally cleanses that garlic uh, smell. So who likes garlic? 
So do everybody a favor around you and use green foods with it, right? So definitely. Okay, cruciferous vegetables. These are another powerful fat-burning food right here loaded with uh, glucosinolates. Um, <coughs> one of them particularly is called isothiocyanates. Very, very powerful cancer-fighting foods. So broccoli, we've got a red cabbage here. This is kale. We got Brussels sprouts. Who likes Brussels sprouts in here? Okay. Who doesn't like them? What do we say? Eat a minute. Sorry, Julie. <laughs> All right. So red cabbage. We got broccoli. So the kale is another powerhouse, super powerhouse. The kale is one of the. In fact, it's ranked. Kale and collards are ranked as the most nutrient dense vegetables you could put in your body. So Charmaine, right now, along with uh, myself, we're, we're actually making a book. It's the, going to be the first ever kale chip. Well, actually, I'm sorry. There is an e-book, a kale chip e-book, but we're going to have more recipes on ours. So we're making a kale chip book. And so we'll be talking more about that to come. They're shooting pictures this weekend, right, right, Charmaine? This coming weekend. That's right, at the farm. Yep. So we're going to teach you guys all about kale and kale chips. You guys are going to learn how, how that works. But I just wrote something up yesterday on kale. So Another good one is celery. Who likes celery in here? What we know about celery is it actually, believe it or not, you burn more, even though we're not really concerned necessarily with our burning calories, you burn more calories chewing celery than you do taking it in, right? So it's actually, so just the mastication process, yeah. Um, so with celery, there's very little to no calories, but tons of minerals in there which is really good, and the right ratio that helps alkalize our bloodstream, so phenomenal for our bloodstream, and helps super hydrate us. So celery is great. I always tell people, I don't, any of you guys like me and you just kind of want this kind of oral gratification during the day, you just want to chew on something, anybody like that? Yeah. Yep, so I'm like that. So celery is one of the best things, right? You just kind of chew on that during the day. Yep, you can put a little salt on there if you want, absolutely. And so you provides the good minerals will actually help stabilize. By the way, celery, we did the blood pressure workshop. Celery, celery juice is a powerful blood pressure. I mean, it's more powerful than two blood pressure medications. Drink a, 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 a drink of celery juice. Very, very powerful. And that's because of the good minerals. And so when you eat celery, it will naturally help quench your thirst, give you more energy, and help alkalize your bloodstream. So really, really good stuff. So a couple supplements, a couple supplements that I really think are key with this process. One of those is probiotics. Who uses probiotics? Yeah, a lot of you guys do. Probiotics, again, help line our gut flora. And last week, we talked about digestive health and how key those are. The, the, the good gut flora is very key in helping us burn fat. In fact, when our flora, when, it's, uh, when we have what's called dysbiosis or a bad bacterial balance, a lot of certain, certain toxins will be secreted throughout our bloodstream. And those toxins will start to accumulate and um, they will again shut down our body's ability to burn fat by creating a stress response in our body. So cortisol will go up. So when we have dysbiosis, bad bacterial balance, cortisol gets elevated in our body. We go into a stress response. Cortisol gets elevated. So when cortisol goes up, what else goes up? Blood sugar. And then because blood sugar goes up, insulin goes up. And when insulin's up, what can we not burn? Fat. That's right. So we got to create balance in our gut flora. And probiotics are a powerful way of doing that, not only creating balance there, but it also will affect your immune system, your energy levels. I mean, just a number of things get, get, get changed around when you start taking in the good bacteria. So 
If you're not doing that, I would highly recommend that. It's going to really help you, not only with this program, but ultimately with uh, long, the long-haul course of your health. So another really, really powerful supplement that is going to really help you if you're not taking it is the Fit365 protein powder. Who takes this right now? So a lot of you guys do take this. This protein powder is absolutely phenomenal. Not only does it taste great, but it also helps your body burn fat effectively. You've got digestive enzymes in there. You've got um, colostrum, which is powerful for your immune system. You've got the coconut oil. You have another key fat, borage oil, which is, which is uh, high in GLA, gamma linoleic acid, which again helps stimulate fat burning mechanisms in your body. And it's very high. Obviously, it's a whey protein from grass-fed cows. Enhances the glutathione, your intracellular glutathione content. So again, helps your body burn fat more effectively. So I would highly recommend that as well um, to really be successful in this program. I really want you guys, really want to encourage you guys to load up on all those foods I talked about. Load up on those things along with those diff different supplements. Now, I could talk about a number of different supplements. I could go into greens powders. I can go into fish oils. Um, I can go into all these different things. For burning fat effectively, for winning this contest, I believe if I were to bring it down to two supplements, I think the probiotics and the Fit365 protein powder probably give you the best bet as far as that goes. But if you can't, for whatever reason, you're, you're, you're really tight financially, you can't afford those things, definitely raw eggs are going to help with the protein. Make sure that you're culturing, you're fermenting foods so you can get good bacteria. Um, so you can make your own sauerkrauts, things like that, like we talked about last week at the Digestive Health Workshop. Um, so get a recipe for, uh, for, for uh, making your own sauerkrauts, things like that, ferment. See, there's ways around it. So if you're really, really tight on your budget, you've got to be innovative and you've got to work harder. But uh, it, can, it can definitely be done. All right. So with that being said, the question we always have to ask when it comes down to nutrition, exercise, all these things, next week is going to be literally an incredible, incredible workshop, 21st Century Fitness. We're going to be going into detail, literally how to enhance brain function through your fitness, um, how, to, uh, how to get in great shape in minutes a day, all the different aspects you want to apply into your fitness program. So definitely, if you, if you know anybody that's looking to get in shape, by the way, anybody that wasn't here today that still wants to join this, this uh, weight loss challenge, absolutely bring them out without a doubt uh, next week. The challenge officially starts the 28th, so there's still time for them to get involved. So definitely anybody, obviously get out there and, and talk to people. Most people, this is what happens in our society. Most people who want to lose weight, they do one of three things. Number one, right, they, um, they, they find a program such as, uh, what are the trendy ones out there? Weight Watchers, uh, Atkins Diet, South Beach Diet. Are any of those things healthy? None of them are healthy. None of them are sustainable. None of them really produce health in our body. So what happens? One of two things. They either get the results and they think, great, right? I'll stay on this for the rest of my life. And then they get sick. Or the second thing that happens is this, is that they don't get the results that they want, right? So then they get discouraged and we start having that stinking thinking, right, that tells us we can't do it. So then they think, well, there's no program that works. I already tried it. I already tried diet. People tell me this all the time. I tried, I tried diet. I tried exercise. I couldn't lose weight. Right? Ask them what they did. Typically, they did one of these programs. And so we've got to have a program that, and we've got a, something that we can stick with. Um, so typically, they go one of those routes, or they just 
um, they let everybody in society tell them they can't do it and they never start. So if you know anybody like that, absolutely be thinking about them. Call them this week. You know, get out there and be that lifeline. Help save their life without a doubt. And then going into this, we look at Jim Fix, we look at Dana Reeves, right? They ate great exercise. So the question we have to ask is, you can follow all these recommendations, but guess what? There's something even more important when it comes to health, and that's the integrity of the nerve system, right? The very system that God put in our body to control all life, all healing. If I cut this nerve right here to your heart, what happens to it? Heart stops immediately, right? So instead of cutting that nerve, let's just say a bone moves out of position, and it puts pressure there on that nerve. Okay, so pressure here. Now what kind of cells are going to form in the heart, normal or abnormal? Abnormal, that's right. So now we start developing abnormal cells. We do nothing about that pressure. What eventually happens to the heart? Yeah, it shuts down and it dies, absolutely. So we can eat all the best food in the world, but if we have a nerve block going out to our small intestine, how are we going to absorb those nutrients? Not well. Does that make sense? So, so number one thing we have to do if we're going to be healthy and well is we've got to make sure that we've got integrity in that nerve system, that that is functioning at a high level, without a doubt. So big thing, well, they won't let me do it, but is getting that nerve scan. That nerve scan will definitely let us know what's taking place, what's going on, and then obviously the x-ray that allows us to see exactly what kind of damage is taking place, what level of subluxation is occurring, and how the body's healing. So if you're a guest here today, part of what we do for any, any guests that come into our office, we feel is our responsibility in this office to educate this community. Literally, people are sick and dying out there. Um, obesity rates are through the roof, heart disease, cancer. We look at it as our responsibility in this, in this office. And if you're a patient in this office, then it's your responsibility as well because you're on this mission with us to do everything we possibly can to help this community. And if you're a guest here, the way that we extend ourselves to you is that we allow you to come in, get that full evaluation, usually a $250 value for a, scan, for, a, for a neurological scan that will let us know for sure exactly how well your body's healing. More sensitive scan than a, than a mammogram, than a prostate exam, because it will actually determine how well your body is healing long before there's disease there. And so that, along with whatever x-rays, whatever tests we need to do to determine exactly what's going on, how well your body's functioning. So if you're a guest here today, We'll make sure that you get signed up here with Charmaine. Um, she'll get you set up for that. We give you that for we give it away. We give that for free. So it's part of one of our gifts. Um, if you are a patient, you want to remember that Wednesday, this coming Wednesday, will actually start tomorrow. But Wednesday, we're going to kind of have a little party in here, and uh, we'll be doing your body fats. And so with this, um, with the weight loss challenge, what we are going to be doing is this: is that so? In the past, we've done these weight loss challenges. And um, a lot of times, sometimes we've charged, sometimes we haven't. What we've noticed is when we've done them for free, guess who shows up for at the end to get their body fat done? Like only half the people, right? So this time, we're, we're going to have a, a small nominal fee. It's $10 for the weight loss challenge to be a part of it, okay? Um, if you do want to buy a book, one of our, um, our, our, our nutrition books over there, our Maximize Living Nutrition books, um, it's a great opportunity to get the book because the book's usually $26.50. Um, with the program, it's $30. Okay, so if you want to buy a book, it'd be $30. So you get all the nutritional essentials, recipes, everything like that. Outside of that, $10 um, for the program, nominal fee. We're gonna, it's going to all go into prizes. So there will be all kinds of prizes at the end. Uh, so that way we can make it fun. What we know is that you know, when there's value on it, 
all of a sudden it becomes that much more, uh, that much more fun, right, and that much more of a focus. And so Wednesday, um, we'll be having a party in here doing the body fats. If you're a guest, again, you get the complete neuromuscular evaluation. So definitely make sure you make your appointment with Charmaine. And then, of course, next week, 21st Century Fitness. So definitely a workshop you guys don't want to miss. Who here would like to learn exactly how to, how to customize a program at your own house where you can get in great shape in less than 10 minutes a day? Yep, probably most of you guys. I don't see everybody's hand up, but I'm sure most people would want to do that. That's what I'm going to be talking about. Not only will you know the science behind it, but you'll understand exactly how to break it down, what kinds of exercises to put in the different programs, how to balance it out, exactly how to do that. So if you know anybody, you think about the people that you know, definitely go ahead, invite them out, bring them out here. This is how we save and transform lives. So with that being said, guys, go ahead and make sure you get signed up. Um, if you want to pay your fee for the, for the program, you can do that tonight. Um, and then also, if you're a guest, make sure you get, get there with Charmaine. She'll get you signed up. Okay? Awesome, guys. If you have any questions, just let me know, okay? All right. Thank you. And that's the podcast for this week. And don't forget to check out our website. Just log on to Exodus HC, as in Health Center. Dot com. See you next time.